the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. Big news this week in technology. There was big news this week in automotive technology as uh, Volvo announced that they were going to change their entire fleet by 2019 to be all electric. Well, a couple of hybrids in there. But the, the Volvo Motor Company has decided, the Swedes have decided that going forward, that the internal combustion engine, just uh, gasoline or, or diesel engines, they're doomed. They're not going to make them. They're going to go all electric. And then, like I said, a couple of hybrids. We were having a discussion this week off air. I have a friend who happens to be very deep in the world of automotive uh, companies. He's, he's a dealer. He's a guy who knows the business inside out. And his first reaction was laughter. And I said, what, what do you mean laughter? Why are you laughing at this? He goes, this is a great idea. But guess what? Uh, you, start, you start making enough cars that you're going to have so many uh, electric cars on the road, you better move pretty damn quick to get charging stations put everywhere. Currently, Tesla has superchargers uh, that you, you're allowed to, if you, you've bought a Tesla S, and I think the Tesla X, that's the SUV with the gold wing back doors, if you have one of those cars, you're allowed to use the Tesla superchargers and their network of superchargers across the country. And I think they charge your car in an hour. So if, you, if you're lucky enough to be able to afford a Tesla, which maybe I'll be getting one soon, uh, you can drive your Tesla from coast to coast using the Tesla network superchargers for nothing. And um, you just have to plan your meals around it. See, if, you, if you've got like a 300-mile range and you're driving your Tesla at 60 miles an hour, then every five hours you're going to have to stop and charge up. And you have to spend an hour, whereas pumping gas is a lot, a lot less time-consuming. So it's going to create a dilemma because now if, if you pull up to a Tesla supercharger or even in one of the municipal areas where there's a, a charger and somebody else beats you to it, you've got to wait now, don't you? And what, you know, time is of the essence to all of us. So adding another, another few hundred thousand vehicles into the, into the mix could be a problem. It could be a strain on the system. So there is an opportunity here, though, I see, for somebody to come up with a way to create a network of superchargers. And what I, I think is probably the best thing to do is to look at, at creating a, um, a conversion system to take old gas stations and put them as supercharger stations. And, you know, somebody's working on the battery technology, too, to shrink it. Tesla, I believe, is working on a rapid battery exchange terminal where you pull in, you drop out the old battery and slide in a new one. Kind of the way we look at propane. If you go to a, a big box 
hardware store like Home Depot or Lowe's or in, in many places here, 7-Elevens have the cages outside that hold 10, 20, 30 different preloaded propane tanks. And you go up and you bring the empty and take a new one and you just pay for the propane once you've put the deposit on the tank. The same could be true of the battery technology if they get the batteries into swap out size. But right now, those batteries are a huge weight. And in the case of Tesla, I believe they are underneath the body of the car, which adds to the, um, the lowering of, of the center of gravity on Tesla and helps greatly with its drivability. But back to Volvo. The Volvo decision to switch its its fleet of cars to all electric or electric with a couple of hybrids is one that I think is based both in popular environmental theory and economics. And I know what you're saying. It can't be economics, Mike, because to retrofit a dealership is going to cost a lot of money. My buddy told me he's talked to people at Chevy dealerships and the new Chevy Bolt, which is uh, just coming out now. It's like an SUV that's all electric. It's the follow-up to the Volt. The Bolt. Supposed to be a pretty good car, but it's got a 200-mile range. And uh, you have to be able to charge it. But to service the Bolt, every Chevy dealership in the country is going to have to purchase a whole bunch of expensive tools. Let's just put it that way. The baseline tool package starts at about $14,000. And on top of that, very few dealers are going to be getting the bolts because we know the problem that Chevy had with the Volt. They didn't sell enough of them. So the bolts coming out and uh, I know dealerships here, Chevy dealerships here, that are getting two of them. And yet they're going to have to put up thousands of dollars to have tools to service it. And if you're a Chevy dealer and someone drives across the country and has a problem with their Bolt and you don't have the tools, do you think that's going to make great confidence in the minds of the consumer? No. Back to Volvo. Volvo will now have to retrofit or refit every one of its dealerships to handle this new fleet of electric vehicles and still dealing with the hundreds of thousands of old Volvos still on the road that have internal combustion engines. The cost is massive. But I kept going back to why. Why, why, why? Why now, Volvo? Why now? It's not exactly a company that that's on the cutting edge of automobile evolution. It's not a, a company that does all these new and innovative things aside from safety. And I think it has to do with China. China's investment in Volvo is quite substantial. And China wants to get gasoline engines off the streets of its cities quickly. Why? Because of the air pollution problem. So I, I point all of this back to not Sweden and not Volvo as, as a major innovator. I point all of this back to the biggest investor in the, in the company. 
And that is, this goes all the way back to the same thinking we had with Mercedes-Benz. Why is the Mercedes-Benz called the Mercedes-Benz? Because the guy who wanted to make the biggest investment in the company over a hundred years ago had a daughter named Mercedes. China is driving the shift in Volvo from internal combustion engines to all electric cars because they want their nation to be the first nation that has all these electric cars. And they're also doing it because their air stinks. Now, where are you getting the power? Does anyone remember where we get electric power for all these electric cars and the homes? Yeah, coal-fired power plants, pretty much most of it will happen that way. So China's still going to be burning coal to make the electricity They'll just that uh, will power the battery-powered Volvos and Teslas and Bolts that will be on the streets all around China. But they'll be taking the gasoline engine emissions out of the air. It's an interesting little journey, isn't it? But follow, follow the money always. At the heart of this decision for Volvo isn't necessarily a belief that the rest of the world is going to demand that they get a, an electric car before 2020. But it appears to be China's need to clean up its own air and China being the biggest investor needing to get their hands on more electric cars so you can pretty much make Volvo your exclusive outlet. We'll see if Chevy gets the same pressure from China moving forward. Be an interesting one to watch. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.